What's going on, brothers and sisters? Today is July the 7th, 2023. This is episode number 282 of Renell's Food for Thought Pod Radio Cast. I wasn't going to, uh, I wasn't coming back until next week, but I had something that's been on my mind and I just wanted to drop this. I've been reading this book of late. It's a really extremely good book. The book is by Dr. Boyce Watkins. It's called Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. Now, out of the Ten Commandments that the brother puts down, number one, number one, Always be an asset to your family. Always be an asset to your family. That means be a good soul and stay out of trouble. And, you know, bring value to the family. Number two, buy black whenever possible. Buying black is key to our survival. That's true. It's the key to our survival. Things that you could actually use on a daily basis. Support your black uh, brothers and sisters. But I do what I can to support my black brothers and sisters. I don't buy hair. I don't buy eyelashes. I don't give money away. Neither wife, one or two, ever uses fake hair or fake eyelashes. So I don't support that. Uh, community. I support you in spirit, but I don't support that with finances because I believe in natural beauty. That's just me. Number three, commandment number three, black wealth training must be a rite of passage. And you have to have some type of training in wealth, building wealth. Understanding what wealth really is. That's why when I say 20,000 pennies, 20,000 pennies. Master your numbers. Because that helps build wealth. Number four. Create fertile economics, soil for your family. You're going to create fertile economics, soil for your family. You're going to put down a foundation of, that's why, wealth building. You want to put down uh, training. You want to put down uh, buying from black your black brothers and sisters and understanding. You're putting down those seeds. To grow. Number five, invest in healthy relationships and maintain them. When you say invest in uh, healthy relationships, you want to deal with people who are basically pretty much on the same, on the same, uh, the same note, the same key that you are on, on the same road that you're on. Meaning, you want to be thinking in the same way of building. Not tearing down, but building. 
This is a great book. You need to check out the book for yourself. Number six, keep it all in the family whenever possible. See, commandment number six, keep it all in the family whenever possible. Because see, that's what black folks don't do. Six hours, according to the people who put out, you know, certain polls and whatnot. Six hours and your money's gone from your community because you done already put it into somebody else's community. You don't keep it in the family. You don't have uh, the family that's keeping it within himself. And that's the problem. Our money is going out to other communities. That's why 1965 was so important. Speaking of 1965, 1965 was my highest opening for a week for one episode. It's only been six days since I put it out. I put it out on the first, so it's only been six full days. And when I put it out, I was at, last I checked, it was at 570. That was just for one, the first episode, 570. The numbers are up during season 13. But that's because I've been missed. But uh, I think 65, 1965, the Immigration Act, I think a lot of people have taken into heart what I said in that particular episode, which was last week. It was the first, last week. 570 have already streamed and downloaded that episode. And it's not even a full week. And I'm I'm very pleased because I think my previous high might have been 60 for an episode in its opening uh, for the for its first uh, week. So when you receive 570, it's like, yeah, somebody is out there starting to pay attention because over time, the numbers grow. People don't usually take heed to my podcast. They may look at, listen to uh, a new episode the following week. And that's when you start building momentum. I think the momentum has pretty much taken charge in season 13. So remember that. Commandment number six, keep it all in the family whenever possible. Number seven, capital must be preserved, protected. You have to protect your capital. You have to preserve your capital and efficiently be used efficiently used you can't just go out there and just throw your money around a lot of us take our money like I say six hours is gone hell it be honest with you it's gone before six hours because shoot with the internet shopping online and whatnot your money's already spent and once it's placed in your account then they the merchants and already took out the capital you don't invest properly because you're too busy spending improperly. So remember that. But like I say, you should get the book. Excellent book. Number eight, always plant seeds for the future. Always plant seeds for the future. Because the way things are now, you just never know. And then if you don't have your money right, see? I planted seeds 
not to say what happened in February to my wife. You never know what's going to happen in life. That's why you have to plant seeds. You plant them because you never know when you might need them. The seeds that I planted, I didn't know after my wife passed away and then returning to work. I returned 40 days after her passing. And then I was there for two months. Went back on the 13th. Last day at work was May 12th. Went back on the 13th of March. And I didn't know that I was going to end up taking off. Last day at work, Mark was made the 12th. I'm saying all this to say that when you plant those seeds, you don't go around and have to worry about a paycheck because I no longer, I'm a free agent. I am a independent contractor. So I'm a free agent. I can go where I want to go. And at this particular time in my life, I have no desire to go back to work, at least not this summer. I had talked about taking off the summer. I didn't know it was going to come at this point in time for me to take off like a, you know, <laughs> unplanned. But the seeds were already planted. That's why you have to plant your seeds because you never know. Not just money, but money is usually a big seed and by me planting those seeds early I don't have to worry about going back to work until I go back to work and at this point in stage in my life I'll only work until age 62 maybe 8 months out the year so I'll be taking the whole summer off Every year, next year, the tw- what 2024, I'll be taking the summer off. I'll be taking basically from May all the way until September. I'll be taking those four months off. Remember, plant those seeds until 62 when I fully will be done from working. Number nine, always leave a worthy Inheritance. Always leave a worthy inheritance. That's why you never know what you may have. I started going through some things and I was going through coins, collectibles. Now these things are worth money. Coins, collectibles, uh, cards, baseball, football, basketball, whatever. These are things that are worth, these things have been put away. Some signed Sports Illustrated magazines that you can't get no more, no no place else. These are things that you may look at as being silly. And then I never looked at them as being silly because I've always collected things. Now I see the fruit of those collectibles. But those collectibles are down the road. I don't need to touch those collectibles. More like those collectibles will go to my son and my daughter. So 
always leave a worthy inheritance. So, you know, I have those things. Not to mention the things that we normally take for, uh, not granted, but things we pretty much look at as valuable property, stocks, bonds, things of that nature. The collectibles. Those things are worth. Now, the one commandment that really struck me the most, and that's the one I want to talk about. Commandment number 10. Ownership is the key to power. Commandment number 10. Ownership is the key to power. I probably would have put ownership up a little higher but it's not my book but it still would be in the top 10 but I would put probably putting it up a little bit higher but anyway ownership black people have taken have lost a lot in ownership over the decades over the years over the century but black people are starting to get a better understanding of ownership now because in order to build real power with powernomics and uh, power plus Dr. Boyce Watkins book The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power 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 is what black people lack. A whole lot of, to be honest with you. But now, there's things out there where you could actually build power. You have so many keys that can be used for the kingdom. It's ridiculous if you don't take advantage of it. But power and ownership. Ownership builds power. You ever see a person who has so much ownership in whether it be a business or whatever it be, stocks, bonds, or whatever. It's like, damn, man, they got the power. You want to have the power too. That's why when you're buying stocks, you start off buying stocks and you buying little small stock, whether it be penny stock, whether it be regular stocks, you're buying power and not really understanding because you see a small number. But over time, when you accumulate, then you start to see, wow, you know, I have pretty much put together a nice portfolio for myself. And the way you do that is you you stop spending your money on frivolous things. It's like having a home in Michigan, and I don't even live in Michigan. Not only, it's not a shack. Like a lot of shacks, uh, houses that you see boarded up. No, 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 no. This is in a decent community. Southfield. It's in a great neighborhood. It's an 1,800 square foot house. And, uh, and it's paid for. Only thing I had to deal with pretty much are property taxes, which I don't pay because the tenant pays the property taxes. Because the house is paid for. This is ownership. This is power. 
I have ownership and power in another in another state. Why? Because I have dropped the seeds back in the day. When you start dropping seeds, that's how you build your power. You know, people want to make fast money. You make fast money and then you blow it even faster. That's not power. That's not. You see ball players who have a lot of money. They make big checks and then they take care of their whole family. And then at the end of their career, when those big checks are no longer rolling in, they didn't invest their money properly. Not to say they didn't invest it. Because a lot of times people invest their money uh, not properly. And the next thing you know, you, you wind up in some type of financial ruins. You're taking care of your family. See, if you're going to take care of your family, if you're making a, a, like these athletes make millions and millions of dollars, instead of you just having them hang around while you act a fool and keep them and you footing all the bills while you keep them around you, instead you do like brother LeBron James, brother LeBron James' friends that he grew up with, what? They are pretty much part of his company and they got their own companies. Why? You keep your friends around so they can grow too. Like you. But having an entourage and you supporting that bill, look what happens when all that money is gone. Your entourage is gone back to wherever the hell they came from. Take Brother MC Hammer. Brother Hammer, when Hammer was... uh, was, was doing his thing too legit to quit blew up with his album can't touch this and all of a sudden he's making all this money got all these people he's hanging around people uh, LL Cool J used to pay people just money just to stay just to, his friends just to stand on the stage just say just stand on the stage MC Hammer had all these people hanging around pretty much a lot of people doing what uh, M, uh, LL Cool J did in early days, you know, friends standing around, you know, you give them jobs and all of a sudden he, when he's, he's hot, super hot, but when the money slowed down, all them people and some of the bad investments, when he paid, he take, paid $10 million for, uh, for a property, I believe it was in Fremont, California and had some of the best materials put into this house. You know, when you, 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 you buy your, your first, your first house, you want to have the best. And all of a sudden when he sold his house, he sold it, he bought it, he bought the property for like 10 million. When he sold it, I think he sold it for like seven. So he took a big loss there. And this is back in the 90s. All your friends that you've given jobs to when you was no longer able to give uh, give them jobs, only the true friends were the ones who stuck around. So that should tell you, with this big-ass entourage that he had, it wasn't that many people who stuck around towards the end. But that's why. You have to know who's around you when you're spending your money, you have to know the people that you can trust and the people that you can't trust. People that you know you can't trust, you probably don't need to have them around. Taking care of your family, you shouldn't be taking care of your family unless they're doing something. Say, hey, I'm going to invest in you. I'm going to send you to school. You're going to go to school for this. I'm going to send you to school to do this. I'm going to send another one to school to do that. And I'm going to set up one to start this business. That way, when I stop playing ball and my name is no longer what it is now because I'm an active player or musician or whatever your situation may be I'm going to have some businesses set up and some people around so we can still keep 
a nice lifestyle. That's building power. You're not building power if you're just throwing your money away. I see a lot of brother Deion Sanders Jr., his son, he's taken off with his uh, well-off media. The thing that I think is a little silly, in my opinion, is, you know, too much name brand. I, I just think too much name brand stuff. You know, he, the brother wears a lot of name brand stuff. And I'm not going to understand that, you know, but still, you, you don't have to promote all this name brand shit all the time because who really cares? Your father's rich. You're doing well. Your brothers are doing well. You know, the Chanel this, the Louis that, the Gucci this, whatever the situation may be. You know, name brand stuff is what's killing our community. I know the brother is not, he's part of the community, but he's a little bit up there because of his father. And he's doing, he's doing pretty decent for himself. But name brand stuff is what we don't need. We need to have our own brand, not somebody else's name brand tattooed on our butt or on our sneakers or on our jeans or on our wrists or whatever. That's the way you build power. You're not building power when you're wearing everybody else's name brand because when you're wearing everybody else's stuff, you're just empowering their community and you're taking power away from your own community. When you buy property, if you can afford, you should always try to buy property in your black neighborhood, whether you're going to live there or not. But it's better to live there so you can help grow it. You can help try to save it and you can help try to establish. Black people really don't have any black communities anymore. We have neighborhoods. We don't have communities. You know, the old, the four vices that we, we lack in building a community are what? Grocery stores where you can go and get food, healthy food, for your people. Doctor's office, hospitals, schools so you can teach. And of course, financial institutions don't always have to be a bank, could be a credit union, whatever. Those are the four essentials that we are lacking for a strong community. That's why we have to depend on others. I know people say, well, I don't want to live in this area because it's bad, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I can understand that. Trust me, I do understand that. I never lived in an area where there's so much vibe. I hear so many people always talk about my city as if they live here and then they don't even live here, but they done heard something on TV, they done heard something through social media, they done heard something. It's like, you know what? I've been living here all my life and all this shit that I'm hearing, I'm like, well, where is it? I know what my city is and I know what my state is. I know a lot of people living my, leaving my city and leaving my state. I can understand that too because it's high. It's extremely high to live here. I've been here all my life. And when you get a certain age, it's like, I'm going to stick it out. I can go in any neighborhood, most states, and buy a house. Why would I want to do that? No, then you got to go and you got to learn the, the landscape of a whole new city and state. 
why not stick around and just build where you already are? And that's always been my thing, to stick around and to build. To help build. Whatever I do, whatever I can. Not to abandon a community where just because people are abandoning, let them abandon, let them go. I stick around and do what I have to, I stick around and do what I can do. More than likely, it's probably not enough, but you know what? I'm not going to abandon my community. I'm just not going to do that. This is where I was born, and this is where I'm, more likely, this is where I'm going to probably die. In this state. In this city. But I can always say, I stuck around for the fight. I participated in the fight. I didn't run from the fight because the waters got too hot and I didn't want to deal with it. Oh, it was too much of a burden. That's why a lot of us, we buy into neighborhoods. Well, basically, they don't want you in these neighborhoods, but you buy into them anyway. But they don't want you there, but you buy into them. And that's fine. That's your business. People always say, I buy where I can afford. Well, you know, hey, that's understandable. That's understandable. No No one's disputing the fact. But when you start talking about building power, don't come and talk about power when you're not sticking around to help build that power. That's what black economic power is all about. Buying into your, buying where you are and building and helping those do the same. Not buying into another community where they don't want me just to prove a point. Because more than likely you prove trying to prove a point. You're proving a point to yourself. Because no matter where you move, when you move into a neighborhood, they don't want you there. And you're trying to prove a point that you can live amongst them. It's like, I don't see what's so important about that. Because that ain't really that important to me. I can live which, where you live. To me, like, I would rather live where I feel safe and comfortable. Not to try to prove a point. But then again, some people need to prove points. And that's why you run into a bunch of economic disasters. Buying cars you know you can't afford. Or buying whatever. Keeping up with the Joneses that they, as they used to say, still say. You buying shit that you can't afford just so people can see. No one cares what you got. But you, really, you. That's why you see people who actually have real money. You don't see them going around here spending a bunch of money on frivolous things. You just don't. And you can say, well, they probably can, they understand. Well, sometimes act as if you understand. You ain't got to prove nothing. When you know who you are, you ain't got to go around here and prove nothing to nobody but yourself. Because no one cares what you're driving. You're driving a, a say you're driving a, a $75,000 car and you're living in somebody else's property that ain't black. You're living on somebody else's property that's white or they not black. And you paying rent. And your $75,000 car is parked in somebody else's lot that you don't own. Or it's parked on the street. When you can have a nice, a nice car for about thirty thousand dollars and park it on your own property and feel safe about it and build, because once that car drives off the lot, it then went down in value. But the property that you buy will go up in value. It may go up slow, may go up fast. It all depends on what uh, what city and state you live in. But you will get a nice return on that property you will be able to have something to actually build real power having property gives me 
real power. And more people who have property, it gives them power as well. Because the key to that book was commandment number 10. Ownership and property. And I'm sorry, ownership. Uh, well, yeah, what did I say? <laughs> ownership is the key to power. And that's what we as black people need. Ownership. That's the real key to power. Ownership. The keys to power. And without ownership, the keys to power, what do you really have? A bunch of name brand stuff going around flashing money. People go around, what does that really do? Flashing money. People who have money don't flash their money. You, they don't even see their money. No need to. Trying to prove a point. We need to get off of always trying to make ourselves look more than what we are. You can always be more than what you are. You ain't got to go around and make, uh, try to make yourself look more than what you are. Because a lot of times, those who are going around trying to make themselves look more than what they really are, they really not. That's the truth. They really not. People who don't go around doing the flash tip are the ones you need to think about. The ones who go around flashing all the time, they ain't got nothing. They, they are no threat to society. And society sees them as no threat. Because society really does not care on what you really have. Because society is out there doing what they got to do. Not so much concerned with what you got. Because see, I'm going to say this and I'll be done. Just because you show something don't mean you own it. A lot of people got jewelry. Nice pieces. But they don't own it. They rent. Like everything else. Nice houses. They rent or lease. Cars. They rent or lease. But to somebody who doesn't think probably, and it's, it's not always the young, even though the young is part of it, but it's not always the young. People get impressed with that stuff. Not only do they get impressed, they get jealous too. You got a lot of people that are very jealous. And that's the sad thing. I have a lot of people that are jealous of some of the things that I have. And to me, it's like, to me, it's 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 nothing. But to them, it's, huh, think he better than my, and I ain't never, had, I had a friend once tell me, you think you better than me. Like, nigga, I ain't never even thought that shit. But since you said that shit, that's what you think. A friend of mine, he told me, you think you better than me. You know, it's like, wow, really? Is that what you think? Oh, man, that nigga ain't, I ain't spoke to that nigga in years. Because that nigga, it's for you to say some stupid shit like that. That's how you feel. So, as an asset, nigga, you ain't no asset. Use a jealous motherfucker for you to come out and say some stupid shit like that. And I might let that, let that nigga go. That was it. I'll let that nigga go. I ain't spoke to that nigga. Last time that nigga came to me, we were trying to get some money for child support. I said, I got, I tell you what, he owed $3,000. I said, I tell you what, nigga, I'll lend you three hundred. Because I ain't got no 3000 I ain't hear from that nigga. And it's like, man, fuck that nigga. And that was it. So you got people that be in your own inner circle that you don't even know. 
until they dump, they do some dumb shit like that. Like I said, I wasn't even doing nothing. It was just that type of spirit this brother had. I had some female friends with the same type of bullshit ass spirit. You know, so-called good friends. Known for many, 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 many years. And they come up with some bogus ass, stupid ass, negative type of bullshit. And I had I cut them off too. I'm good shit. How long I know you? If that's how you think. Because see, never be jealous of someone else's wealth because God sees that and God won't bless you. You jealous of somebody else and what blessings that he may have for you, you may never get because of your ignorance and your arrogance. But this is your brother saying, real power comes from ownership. Real power comes from ownership. Until we speak again, peace out.